have a plan for your life with an expected end. So that's why I can give the shout out to Pastor Rob because I need him not to worry and be concerned because God's got his hand on his life and got his life covered. And so when you're doing what he said to do and being where he says to be, then you can start making those adjustments in your life. I'm encouraging you. I'll watch it. There you go. It's on purpose that God has put you guys in my life. It's on this purpose isn't a that we Bible hear this verse. Amen. This is important because you guys need to hear. And I said, This was on my heart. I said, Lord, I, I need to that continue. That one doesn't have a Bible verse. Um, what you share last week? Can I explain uh, that? You talked about your thoughts and how you have an expected end and you want to connect with the people to be and to do. What it is you called them to do. And so out of that, you know, he was dealing with me. And this morning, I want y'all to go to your Bible to Psalms 19. 19. And, and the reason I'm here uh, in this place is because so much of information in the, the web in, in the social media and all the stuff that comes at us, we have a tendency to see all of this stuff and actually start to believe it over what the Word of God says. So I got to remind everybody this morning, there is no greater truth than the Word of God. There's too much coming at us as a people, and so what's happening is people's minds have been overloaded. And with the overload, it has now uh, dampened our faith. And faith without works is dead. So one of the things the enemy is doing is if I can overload them. Remember I told you all about something that he called up and over? Yeah, two if is, I push two them over, give them too much or something, good. it'll do the same thing as I have some headroom out a minute. See, balance is the key to life. And so i got to get us back connected. And then even Psalm 19, I started thinking about it. The beauty, because he talks about two things. Not only his works in the universe, but then he starts talking about his work. So if you can't connect with these two things, which I believe every uh, person in the world can, because it is pretty obvious and they're true. And when you see this, then this is what we should not turn away from. Amen? Amen. This is so important in this hour. It's so important in this day for us. And I'm, I'm talking to a people on purpose. Amen? I'm not trying to pre preach and teach or catch a message. I'm trying to preach and teach to us where we are and what's going on in our world. God's dealing with me about our world. And guess who's in it? That's right, you and I. We're in it, and we're in it together. My job, though, is to help you and guide you out. I've been seeking his face. He said, Lord, help me to help the people. And I found myself. So let me share with y'all. I found myself to be guilty of the same thing I'm getting ready to charge y'all with. Being distracted. Being distracted. And move away from my normal studying of the Word. Y'all got to hear me. I'm talking the truth. I mean, there are not many preachers on TV today are telling that, that they failed something. That's better because they 
It's um. So let me tell you this morning, I'm not just that guilty as you, you know, because I got exactly. distracted with things that peep off my way. People think just a touch me when you go away from me. And start thinking, but hope there can't be anything more important than His Word. I can't help you if I don't help myself in what it is He gave me to help you with. I can't stand before people and give them a great word just because I know how to. This ain't gonna cut it in this house. We're living in a day. Let me share with you. So this is not the that's cool though. That's you need truth. Truth is what will prevail. Truth is what will get us to victory. I need my people. I need my granddaughters are here today. I got that they, they're my youngest girl. I need to get them ready for life. My goddaughter is here today, and I said to her, I'm so proud of you that you've been able to avoid most of the things. That's because I can't be perfect. There's some things I don't know. But she needs to know this. I got her back, and I've been praying, and got her encouraging her that overall, she has lived a great life avoiding a lot of the stuff, the drama that exists out there. Okay, And I believe it's been by the hand of God. Because she'd been introduced to God long time ago when she was a baby. And so as a young person, so that's in her life and she knows it. It's a part of it. But I, I think way, sometimes I go back to something. Now to get to the future, I can't go back. But to get to the future, there's some things that in the back of the work that I still need to be doing. Let me make that clear. So the word of God is prevalent and relevant to what we are and who we are and what we need to do. I'm getting ready to explain. Go to Psalm 19. Amen. You're in Psalm 19, and I'm, I'm in the King James Version. So right, I'm going to read you out of King James. Don't bring it up on the screen as well. It said, verse 19, The heavens declare the glory of God. The heavens. The firmament show his handiworks. Day unto day, utter speech, and night unto night, 19, right? show of knowledge. There is no speech nor language. There is no speech nor language where the voice is not heard. There's a line is gone out through all the earth. And there's a word to the end of the world. Chapter and then have to set a tabernacle for the sun, the S-U-N, which is the bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoicing as strong man's run a race. He's going forth from end to end of heaven, and he is the circuit unto the end of it. There is nothing hid from the, the heat thereof. The law, verse 7, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting souls. The testimony of the Lord is sure, Making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right and rejoicing the heart. Glory to God. Listen to this. Verse 9. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More desire of are they than gold, and ye are much fine gold. Sweeter also is the honey of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them that are servants, warned, and keeping of them 
is a great reward. Oh, yeah. Who can understand his error? Cleanse thou me from the secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. And let them not have dominion over me. This is a David is praying now. Thou shalt be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable, O Lord. Hallelujah. And my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name. I feel like that's a prayer right there. He said, listen, this is David who wrote this. And he said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart in the sight of the Lord be my strength and my redeemer. And the reason this is important, David is now recognizing all of what he's done and all of what he's been and how great he's actually been able to perform. Here's a man. Y'all remember this? People were chairing his name. And this is the problem of being anything that is popular. So there's a lot of stars. Y'all watch them year after year. I go to the NBA, NFL, or whether they're on the stage and a singer. When they're no longer on the stage and there's nobody cheering. Come on. Come on. They can't deal with life. Because all of it was based off of the cheer. And based off of the shout. When that ain't happening no more, they can't stand it. David's recognizing they have been shouting his name. Oh, David, Saul can kill a thousand. David can kill ten thousand. David was great. He could worship. He could sing. He looked good. He was everything. He had it all going on. Well, you got to be careful because when they stop, who are you? What will your trust in? Who are you? That's a good one. And what is your trust in? So to be able to say, I trust in the Lord. And the Lord is my redeemer. Come on, sir. And the Lord is my strength. Yes, sir. And Lord, uh, keep me from those frivolous sins. If you, you know, because we're all subject to them. And I'm asking the Lord to protect me, protect my mind, protect my heart. Yes, sir. Should I do right and be right? Not that I, I, I can't. I can't. All this is listen. You can't act and dress up to be perfect. You can hide as much as you want. And all that. If you hide it, you can't hide it from God. So my thing is, then let's come clean with God. And let's get His grace and mercy. That's what I love about He's got grace and mercy. He can help me through some things nobody else is willing to help me. He can guide me through some stuff nobody else is willing to die. So there's no greater trust and no greater love that I'm going to express and put you with. And all I'm saying to you guys is that listen. The, the, the internet can't help you with this because it's been avoiding the truth. Come on, it starts to give you that truth. In other words, what you want to hear? I'll find an answer. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, can I can I trust God? Can I believe God? And then this is for all people too. Nobody don't nobody gets a pass. I don't care what your title is. I don't care what color you are. I don't care how much you're professing. Confessing. I don't care if you're in a church or out of church. You're not going out of church. What I'm saying to you is where God wants us, right, is with Him. And I'm saying we've made all these other things more prominent. And which which group I'm with, 
which church I go to, which denomination I belong to, all of that. I'm thinking, what about God? I just expressed to you some of his handiwork. Listen to this. Here's, here's how it's broken down. The heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament show his handiwork. And what story they tell. Think first of all of this to talk about the immense of the universe. If we travel at the speed of light, 86,000 miles a second, or roughly 6 trillion miles a year, it would take us 10 billion years to reach the furthest point that we could see on a telescope. And I'm talking to you. See, now, now I need it. Some people just call it that. The handiwork. How awesome my God is. Because if it would take, I could see it, right? But it would take me 10 billion years at the speed of light, which is 186,000 miles per second. Now, I, I, I happen to drive a car that can get 0 to 60 in 3. And if you're not comfortable with that, to be able to get there, you say, uh, I'm telling on myself. <laughs> to do that, okay, your heart will go at a speed you ain't used to because it happens so fast, but your heart can tell it and your body will react. Uh, and that's only at, uh, that's zero to 60. Now, just imagine 186,000. Yes, sir. <laughs> and you're there. Break your neck. It's, it's unimaginable. But I'm just thinking, how awesome is that God? Listen to this. So hold it. Because he's done all of this, right? He said, but this would still be far from the outermost limits of space. Now they're telling astronomers now that the space, we have no bounds at all. And the earth is nothing but a tiny speck in the limitless, limitless expanse. Think to the number of stars in the heavens and the bodies. With the naked eye that we can see about 5,000 stars. With a small telescope we can see about 2 million. But he's saying, but the galaxy is full of billions. Yet God created all of this, right? With the sun exactly the right distance a way to keep us from burning up. You know, we talk about this, and, and so David said, the bridegroom comes out like every morning, like the sun rises. How many know that the sun does not rise? Did y'all know that? See, most of y'all didn't know that. I know you did, right? The sun doesn't rise, nor does the moon set. It's the earth. They're all in a place that he left and put them, and they're staying up there right now. What is happening? Is the earth is moving. And so what happens every morning, the sun comes up because of the rotation of the earth that God put in place. Now, the most amazing part is that they tell me they call Australia down under. Right? So on the map, when I look at Australia, if, if we were on the earth, it's round. I'm looking at it right here in the United States. Australia would be underneath of us. Right? Down the bottom. I'm still scratching my head based off of the law of gravity, that anything that's up has to come down if it doesn't have a law of counteraction. 
We don't even hear you. Y'all just missed something. I said, now I got that one myself just now. That came straight from God. If it doesn't have a law, counteracting it. So if those people are right now upside down, why are they not falling? And why are they look, they can look at me straight up, right? They not falling. Why? Because the law or the principles of God and the universe that he placed us in supersedes the law of gravity. And it can't affect us because this is the power of his handiwork. This is the power of God. This is his greatness and his goodness that I'm trying to get in your head to think about. That we're tending to forget about because we're getting distracted by all this other stuff. Yes, we are. So David is expressing how glorious God is and what he's doing and what he has done. Right? Just to those things. And you and I get to see that every day. Now, we know that the enemy had come and been here in the earth. By the way, I need to help somebody here. He actually had access to this before you and I. He was kicked out of heaven. See, we can't follow the Bible that way. But if you were able to see it chronologically and see that the, the first sin happened in heaven. And he said, I want to be like the Most High God. Hmm. He wanted to be God. He convinced a third of the angels. That's well. So angels were all created beings on you know, behalf of God. So these beings that he created, he convinced a third of them to follow him. So he felt a little bit like God. But he had followers. And uh, but God got a hold of him and uh, kicked him out of heaven. The Bible said he felt like light. Anybody else that should have wondered where he fell? And they said he was a prince of the airways. What airways? Come on. The airways that surround Earth. So he had access to Earth before us. But because he was kicking and he was falling, God created the Earth. And we see it in the beginning without all the war and darkness. Now, I need to picture this in your mind. It's a dark place, void. You haven't been in something that's gooey ooey, then just don't look right. But you go in. I mean, I love going into something and I can see what it looks like. This building don't look like what it looks like now. But I saw how it's supposed to look. So every day, we was working towards, do this, do that, we'll get this color. I knew exactly how to want all of the shots. Why? Because I had the vision yes, of what sir. I wanted to do. Right. Yes, I'm not patting myself on the back. God gave it to me. So I got it from him. Right? But we followed the plan and it looked like what we did. Well, God said he goes in. He never intended for the earth to be without form of void and dark. But it was when he got there. But I love what he said. So when we get all the way to the New Testament in John, John says this in the beginning was the word. What was in the beginning? The word. I just talked about the word. So the word was in the beginning. But then he said, this word was with God. So this word was with God. So it was in the beginning, and it was with God. And being with God gives you a certain credibility and credentialing and power, right? But then it goes a little further and said the word was God. Hmm. Well, don't get any more powerful than mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. right? So what we're talking about here is not only his glory and his universe of what he did, we're also talking about his word, which is what has become one of the most challenging things for all of us to keep track of or to stay with because 
we've got distraction. And I said to you last week in Jeremiah 29, that's, a, that's an accounting term. For I know the thought. In other words, there were some prophets, prophet lying. There was one true prophet that seemed a little crazy because he had been through some crazy experiences, but he was a true prophet of God. That was Jeremiah. But every other prophet, prophet, they weren't going to be there long, don't unpack, you know, this and that. They was just telling the people what they wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. And all I can start thinking about is the day that we live in. People are happy when they're told. Come on, come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I want to encourage you. I personally don't want to hear what I want to hear. I'd rather hear the truth so I can know how to navigate yes, sir. through the truth and all the falsism that exists in my world so I can get to where God wants me to be. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. So I want to remind you today how difficult it is to stay focused on the word. I know it. I myself share it with you, but I'm encouraging us all here at Harvard and everybody that's tuned in listening this morning, that here's where we gotta go. And here's the most challenging part. You're just like me. I've been taught in America the Eastern Standard way is that I read a book left from left, left to right. Come to on. Right. Come on. The rest right? of the world goes right to left. Yep. Only to find out. And and you always <clears throat> begin at page one. And the word Genesis means beginning. So I go to the beginning and page one. And I do learn that the, you know, how it was created, how it was formed, thought that was nice. But after page one, and then to chapter two, and by the way, how many of y'all know this? There's only two perfect chapters in the Bible. Y'all know which ones they are? Chapters one and two in Genesis. Hmm. Everything else is trying to get back to what he put in two chapters. Everything, the rest of the Bible, is on its way back to one and two. Wow. Everything's back beyond that. Wow. So, when I get here, and I'm like, I'm lost. This don't make sense to me. I'm going to help some of y'all out there, too. Some of you don't make sense to me. Right? But just keep reading. And keep spending time with them. All of a sudden, he says to them, when you're committed and you're serious, faith without works is dead. He said, knock and the door will be open. Seek me and I'll be found. And all I can think about, when I was a kid, I used to play hide and go seek and if you could hide real good, like, well, you know, the game went on too long and they couldn't find you, uh, right? So then you would make a noise. You would do something to, to give them, give, kind of give it away since they find you and the game be over. You know what I mean? But, uh, it, you know, but, it, as it, but that's God. He does not intend to hide the word. And by the way, the word is never been hidden from you. It was hidden for you. Come on, sir. In other sir. words, so there's secrets. So you can see. Come on, word. sir. Yes, sir. Come on. But Come uh, on. if you let everybody get then, you know, they would abuse and misuse it. And that's why I, I listen no to value. a lot of people yes, that stuff that's so out of whack that they, they don't know what they're talking about. Amen. I can clearly tell the difference when someone uses the scripture in the wrong way and say things that they didn't say. You know, mm. by the way, that's why I'm a big proponent of, okay, if you want to prove something, you better have two scriptures to back it up. I can twist one, but you can't twist two Whoa. to say the same thing to be something different. Whoa. 
that's important. Okay. I say all of that to say this why, because I'm going back to why I want you to see his majesty and to think of how this um, how important this is. Creation is so great. How much greater is the creator? Day and night, heavens are telling us greatness of his power and his wisdom. Permanent. So there's it. That's what I want you to see, right? Then there is no speech, no words, no audible voices, yet, yet the sermons of the stars go out through all the earth and the message. That's what, what is he saying through all of this and what he put in place? And if he called us and he put us in place and he said, greater is he that's in you, is he that's in the world. But if you don't believe that, because your faith without works is dead and you operate less than that, then you will become subject to all the things that plague us. Well, can we just be real for a moment? Am I in the right place? Yes, you are. Am I, you know, I'm talking this about, so I want us to see the contrast between his works and our faith. So what's been, what the enemy, and I share with you, he was kicked out of heaven, he was first sent, and then he was created, he said, I want to be like the most high God. Now I need to go fast forward, John, back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Let us Create man in our image. Whose image? Ours. I, which is God. Who? The word I, ours, O-U-R, is not singular, it's plural. If it's plural, then what does it mean? I got one of my teachers here this morning. She would help me out and make sure I'm politically and Englishly correct. <laughs> that it means more than one. Am I correct? Yes, sir. So in, in that meaning, more than one, he was speaking to himself. Well, who is in him? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. They were all bundled up in him as one. It's always been one, but it's three different entities that he's talking about and that he can talk to because that's who he is. And in that, I want to help everybody, I am not talking about three different gods. One God, three entities with three parts, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So the Bible tells me that I never read Jesus from any place from Genesis to Malachi, okay? I didn't see the word Jesus, just, uh, I'm sorry, in Isaiah, that his name would be called, and some things there, right? But I didn't see it anywhere else, right? And knowing that, I started thinking, but it said, in the beginning, was the word, or the, in the beginning, the word was with God, and the word was God, and it, so it goes on. So I know that the, that word is talking about is Jesus. Jesus and the word can be interchangeable. So I know that he was there in the beginning. And in him, so then the other part that I know about is in, he's in the, 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 the New Testament, and he says that I'm going to send you another comforter. Why he's in his mother's womb, and he's speaking, and he comes in the presence of John the Baptist, his mother's womb, they both come near each other. The Bible tells me that their babies leaped. Yeah. What happened? They had a Holy Ghost connection. So the Spirit of God was moving in. What? Why did John leap and Jesus? Because the Holy Ghost was in Jesus. Mm. By the way, he said, I have to go. If I don't go, I can't release. He's telling us. If I don't go, I can't release. By the way, read your Bible. Every time he did a miracle, where did he do it at? Wherever he was present. Mm. 
Now he did heal Jairus' daughter. He sent the word ahead and the word to heal her. But I'm sharing with you, read every one of them. He was always, he was in that town, in that place, you know, within proximity. When he left, he released the Holy Ghost, which was in him, that now can reside in all of us at the same time. What an awesome God that he thought enough to release something for all of us. So y'all trying to make this thing tangible and put it in. No, it's not a piece of glass. No, it's not a thing. It's a spirit. So the, the spirit of God can give you, but the spirit of God has to grow in you. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. If there's going to grow in me, then I have to be. And, oh my goodness. I got more than something now. This ain't in the message. I don't have no notes for this. Okay? This, so if the spirit of God is going to grow, it has to grow off of something. Truth. It grow off of nothing. I found out that uh, he's not interested in chicken and potato salad. Won't help me. Won't work. But what I found out is if I feed it the word, yes, sir. some spiritual food, yes, sir. and if I feed it some faith, it's impossible to please God without faith. So now if I believe God, by the way, I told y'all, I cried many a time, and God did not move. Huh. But the moment I trusted in my faith, he moved on my behalf. Wow. Oh, 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 wow, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So then, listen, so this thing is important because in order to get him to move, then I need to do something. I got to feed him the proper thing. So I started, by the way, as I started learning the word of God, some of my prayers is I'm quoting the scripture back to God in my prayer because he understands what I just said because he wrote it. And I'm telling him, if you said it, I believe it, then I need you to do this for me. Hmm. And, by the way, I don't, I don't need you to just do it for me because I'm trying to rub a genie and get, get something because I want it. I understand I'm doing it on purpose because of who you called me to be. Come on, And sir. what I need to do on your behalf. Allow me to be conscious. Yes, sir. So I've asked God for the spirit of wisdom. There you go. Revelation and knowledge of you. Read it. It's in Ephesians 117. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. It's scripture. Yes, sir. I ask for that every day. Not because I need to. I don't pray repetitiously. I need new wisdom every day. Let me help y'all here. Every day we read something new come out. They call it rediscover. Y'all heard of that? Rediscover? I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. Which means, if nothing new, it's already here. So the internet was here 4,000 years ago. But we couldn't get there because the infrastructure and the other things that were necessary wasn't in place. Come on, I'm telling you, there's nothing new. By the way, if, if, if the Holy Spirit can speak to me and he don't need no wires, that makes sense for me to be able to talk to somebody in Africa and now I have to go to a telephone line and hook to a pole that's connected to ring something else, but it could just come through a, bike, a device. Because the device has a chip in it. I want to ask him, what's in you? Mm -hmm. And is it the truth? And is it the truth? Help me get this across. Yes, Lord. I thought maybe I may not have enough time to finish this this week. But listen. Here we go. Oh, my computer. 
It is blood when I talk. Since no better, Jesus. I'm sorry. sorry. If, if God is with me, it doesn't matter what the computer says. Right? So, and I believe he's with me. So, now, let's finish this. I trust you, God. Yes, Lord. So, the reason I needed to bring up the contrast is because last week I started saying how Jeremiah 29, my thoughts. I want you to know when he used the word thoughts, it was an accounting term. An accounting term for formula. The formula is when I apply it and I put the numbers in, whatever they are, the numbers will always create the correct answer. You can try to interpret it to be something else if you want to. But the truth is in the number. So if I plug a number in for accounting terms, and the number comes out negative for a company, it means the company is losing money. If the company doesn't make an adjustment to change, it cannot continue to live like that before it will fail. But if you make the adjustment with an accounting term, yes, Lord, and you got somebody like God says, I know the thoughts I have towards you. A thought, a peace, and not evil. So peace to me would be trust. Positive. Evil is negative. Right? So he says, what the thoughts that he had for me were all positive. His points for me were positive. I need to receive that and tap into the positive realm. Now, I'm exposed to negative stuff every day, just like all of you. Come on, come on, sir. But I have to make a choice. Yay, God. Come on, sir. Of what I'm going to allow in my life. Yes, sir. And around me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. I've got some people I love. Can't be around me. I choose truth. Yes, sir. Because what they represent, what I represent, I ain't stop loving them. That's right. That's right. When I come to them, I can stand to be who God's called me to be regardless. Amen. Amen. But if they can't see that to make a change, then I can't be with you. Amen. Somebody gonna get that in a minute. Amen. Maybe somebody make decisions and see that. But there's some people trying to latch onto you, and you already know where they at. And if you keep thinking, they will take you down. There you go. But my point is not about that. It's about what God said. And conscious, what about my faith? What do I believe? Yes, Lord. Who do I believe? Yes, Lord. And then why do I believe? It's in the Word. So His Word, because I, I believe what He says, and, and I'm living in a day, in an era. By the way, in 2 Timothy, when Paul is talking, my God, he's telling him of all the things that would happen in the last days. He said, when well, we get to an evil day, he mentions like 19 different things, right? I gotta tell y'all something. All 19 of them are happening today. Every one of them are already in play. If I go back to when Paul wrote the book, that was 2,000 plus years ago. How in the world? Did he know that? He told us. Operating the spiritual truth. Because 
the Holy Spirit yes, is sir. a part of the Godhead Come on, sir. who was in Paul in his writings. Now I'm going here so you'll understand God. God doesn't live in time. Come on, sir. So time is not a barrier to him because he was already here. Yes, sir. He's already where we're trying to get to. Thank God. Because he doesn't live in time. Time can't affect him. Yes, sir. Truth is timeless. But everything under the sun can be affected by time, which is where you which tell that's how great God is. By the way, the telescope, 10 billion years to get there, right? That's like unbelievable. But that's how far out God is. That's how close and so powerful he is. I own it. Everybody missed what I said from the beginning. He said I created you in my image. There is nothing else he created with that, with that, with that uh, privilege. Read the Bible. You are the only thing that was given that privilege. So he knows the thoughts and feelings that he has towards you. Because he created you in his image, and his image is not less than. The problem is, he also created good and evil. He never intended for the evil for us, but we opened that door. Evil doesn't exist, but he also said, okay, they did that, I gotta go back in, we'll make it, give them the, the authority over. It doesn't mean it won't happen to them. The day is cloudy out. I can't see the physical sun, but I know the sun is shining because it's still daylight. Yes. So the sun is shining behind the clouds, which creates the daylight, although I can't see it. Just because you're not touching him doesn't mean he's not real. Just because he's not there in the days and the way he did doesn't mean it. He told us that in the last days, I'm going to speak to you by my son. And he told us that you're going to need to trust me by faith. So I'm telling everybody today that your faith has been under attack. So that it can stop you from understanding and getting the truth. I got it. So when he created the world, and we've been we've been studying the character of God on Wednesday nights. He was in his elbow. Anybody know anything about when EL is in front of his name? It means power. Almighty. So he was Elohim when he when he created the God. Now last week we got to study him in another characteristic in which he showed up as how he met me. He was El Elion. Okay, that's the most powerful God, but he's also the God of the unseen. I didn't meet God in church. I'm not afraid to tell God that. I met him in the living room, a family room. With my heart ready to jump out my chest. And he showed up and saved me. Wow. And he changed my life. Wow. And made me the man I am today. <laughs> so I know that he's real. And I know that he can do this thing. And I want to tell somebody that keeps thinking this. I, I, we need you in church because this is where you should be growing and be fed. This is the only reason you should come here. Okay. But it's not necessarily where you need to get saved. So by the way, if some of us are doing our job, or more of us, Doing our job. Every time we come in the presence of somebody that may need that, we will share it with them. Yes, sir. Some of us may have friends and we know where they are. They lost and turned out. 
worse than Olivia. Because I was. But thank God. I had a sister that was praying for me. Mm. And she was praying that God would meet me. Wherever I was. And boy, did he come. I can remember as sure as today, just like nobody will ever be able to tell me uh, there's no God. My faith is linked to my experience today. And my experience will never be diminished because I'm telling you how important this is. Too often we've forgotten about where we were and how what he's done. And how awesome he was and how awesome. I'm thinking of you being in California and you had somebody in your corner to be able to share with you, to encourage you in something that nobody else can even encourage you in. Then how he moved in your life. Man, you know, and then you got favor. And this is the other thing. Let me share with you. How many of you be with 15, 20 other people and I've been that way in my life? And yet you come out or you get off with something else. Why? Because God got a purpose and a plan for your life. And he shows you that you got favor. Now I know favor isn't fair, but it sure is good. I ask God for favor all the time. And I say, God, let me have it with you first and then with me. You know how many people told me no? And I walked away from them and I didn't believe them or they know. And God showed me a yes. And I'm thinking, how many times in my life? Because I had to put some things, I got to tell y'all something. So y'all listen to some things. I had to decide, am I going to listen to God over the voice of men? Come on, sir. People that I respected and honored. And I said, God, I'm so trust you. And he put me in that position a couple times. And I had to trust his voice. And he has prevailed every time. Every time. So I'm sharing all of this because in this process of who knows you and who has the thoughts of you, I wanted you to hear about his glorious work in the universe. That's why I shared those numbers and those things with you. But then I really want you to know about his word, which is what we got access to every day. I want to share with you, that's also why we got too busy. Now, anybody forget to breathe lately? You can't. You better not. <laughs> you know, because we become comfortable with it because it's available, right? Right. But for those that have to labor for it and, and struggle for Come it, on, you sir. understand why it's so important to have God and take care of what you need to be in your life and also have the wisdom of God when you're supposed to make certain if you live in truth, you know you have your choice. I'm about to go through God. This, this, I'm, I, I'm talking to us about real stuff. Yes, sir. I, I hope this is relatable to everybody. I'm telling you, like, again, that's why I can't, I can't pen these things anymore. That's the way what he's sharing with come me. On, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's too much. Lives on the line. I've got to trust him. And I'm, you yes, know, I think that I was back. At 28 years old, you know, and to bring me to Delaware, yeah, I had to get up and move. People, places, and things. I had to, I packed my bags and ran. Wow. Wow. And I ain't had much to bring either. Wow. You would have thought that oh, by this time you've had to accumulate some, nothing. And they had, and then by the way, you kept on bringing some bags that don't fit. Mm. So I had to leave some stuff behind. Yes, sir. And 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 he gave me the life that I got today. I'm encouraging somebody to, and I and I hope that I walk before you to share and to encourage you. This is just possible. For me, it's possible. 
there's some gifts and talents in all of you. I mean, I wish I could do it through you. You did. I wish I was y'all age again. Okay. Y'all got to So, so when I was 16, I was hanging out with all my brother's friends who was 24 and 25, right? Because I wanted to be old. Now that I've gotten a little older, I want to be younger. Come on, tell them. <laughs> because I, I wish I could start over again, but I can't. So what I can do is encourage all of you to pick it up and then not not live through you, but live you know along with you, but to you. And so also where I bang my head, y'all don't have to. Come on. Where I missed it, if I teach right, you that's one thing. Oh no, 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 go down that street. At the end of that street is a, a it got with a king of pressure right now, a sinkhole. And if you keep going down that drive, you're going in. You won't go across, you're going in. <laughs> and it'll, it'll be the end of your, your destination because you gotta go in. And that's not where you want to be. Amen. And so I want to encourage the people of God to work out when we get ready for 2024. I don't have no no uh, catchy word to say, but I'm telling you how important it is. If we know the thoughts that he has towards us and understand who it is we are, whose we are, why we are, what we are, and how we need to so now we need to put I'm telling you, don't put your trust in nothing else but his word. I'm encouraging you. I'm encouraging your answer is in the word. Seek his face. You'll not ask, ask. Listen, he can come out and help somebody here too. You don't need to be going to God with some great, oh, most heavenly, abundantly glorious God. He's not interested in that. Mm. Throw that out the window. Mm. And say, hey, ah, dad, I need you. 2024 is coming. Thank you for allowing me to make it through 23. But I need direction on how to guide my life, what to do, who to do it with, who should be a part of it, who should not. Be real. I'm here to help you. That's that's prayer. It's called communication. Yes, sir. I know y'all thought it was truth. all this other stuff. He's not interested in that. Truth, truth, truth. And I'm helping y'all. I'm not against them. I'm just telling you they're not yours. And the Bible wants to hear your prayer. So they got a book. They got they they, they, they got a prayer to bail much for men. Prayer to bail much for women. Prayer to bail much for teenagers. Prayer to bail much for married people. Music pass, if you want to talk about that book, they're great books to get an understanding of what prayer is like, but they are not your prayers. You need to pray personally. Yes, sir. Your prayer. Yes, sir. That's what God is interested in. Your prayer. That's a body prayer for book. Who wants to hear your heart? I love you. I want to hear your heart. I want to make sure I'm telling you the right thing, guiding you in the right direction. And this has been on my heart, you know, last week, this week. But I can share with you. If I'm sharing with y'all, this is I'm, I'm right there with you. God is dealing with me in those places. And I am putting nothing before God. Nothing. And nobody. You know, I'm not letting nobody. I am who I am because he made me that way. I'm not being distracted by what people say, do, or don't do. And your human emotions, feelings, you get you all caught up in what did, what didn't, and who didn't. Need you to let it go. I want you to trust God with yourself. I want you to be prepared to change your life. I want 2024 to be the best year of your life. By the way, it's a year that's never been written. By the way,
just now. You know how important this second, this moment is? We just lived history. It never existed before. But we, everybody in this room, experienced it at the sound of my voice. We're in a place that never happened before. A nanosecond ago. And a nanosecond ahead. We didn't get there yet, but now it's gone. Bam. Just like that. And we lived through it. Question is, we can be more dynamic by operating in our gifts and our talents and the call and the word and the wisdom of God. And that's my prayer to all of you for 2024, as well as you that are watching online. Move into that place where God has called you. Move into the presence of God in what he wants to do in your life. Really, nothing else matters. Everything else is a distraction. Amen. Is the truth. Amen. Stick to that. Hang on to that. Don't let it fall away. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you. And for those of you who are watching online, I know they're going to bring up immediately after. We're going to get ready for our tithes and offering. We want you to give and support the ministry. We need your help. There's a great work that we have to do, uh, that God is calling us to. And how are we doing this through our tithes and offering? Amen. How we keep the lights on is through our tithes and offering. So we're asking if God has given you a place in your heart to give a gift. And if you can, let me share this too with you. If you have the ability to give a gift because God has blessed you with a gift, you should do it because that's something. The greatest thing is to be able to have something to do something. Now, I know the time in my life I didn't have. So I couldn't do because I didn't have. But boy, I told God I never want to be in that place again. I was I was at a church one time with the presence when I couldn't give an offer. Let me have an offer. And I never wanted, and I took a butt off my suit. And somebody said, well, that's 